Hello. 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 Welcome back to It's a Little Bit Funny, a podcast about song lyrics. And today... It's we're... Christmas song lyrics. I was just going to say... <laughs> that was such an obvious build-up. You can see me gearing up for it. It's Christmas song lyrics. It is, yeah, it's, we're doing Christmas song lyrics because it, it is the season. Obviously, you might be listening to this at any time of year, and feel free to do so. Um, it is the season to be Dom Jolly. <laughs> How long were you thinking? I about just thought one? of that because I actually thought of "Tis the Season to Be Holly" like Valance, and I thought there must be a Jolly. Who's Val- a famous Holly Jolly? Valance. Who's a famous Jolly? We should cover Holly Valance. We should do "Kiss Kiss" at one point. By the way, okay, yeah, great. In, season, in season two, but we thought last episode was the end of season one. That was our Champion of Champions episode, uh, and before we start season two, we thought we would do a Christmas special, and we'll look into some Christmas songs. Yeah. And no, we won't spoil, if you haven't listened to the Champion of Champions episode yet, we won't spoil the winner of that episode. But congratulations to... <laughs> <laughs> to Holly Valance. <laughs> to... Let's say, code name. So... I'll beep that out. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry. Yeah. That was a far too obvious clue. Yeah, Do you know who we should up. also cover is LL Cool J? Do you know what LL Cool J stands for? Have is I ever it, talked yeah, about is this? Is it Ladies Love Cool James? Yeah, ladies love cool James, <laughs> which is great as a first name. <laughs> well, it's great that someone might be, his bag manager or something might be like Mr. Cool J. Well, just call me LL. Ladies, <laughs> ladies love. Mr. Like that was his your first name. Your first name is Ladies. <laughs> no, <laughs> he works together. As he's like, yeah, he, he, for short, he's just called Ladies James. <laughs> love and cool. <laughs> <laughs> Love and cool are just optional middle names. Cool is my middle name. What's your actual name? Ladies James. Miss <laughs> James? No, it's I'm a man actually. <laughs> Ladies can be a man's name as well. Just call me Lad. Short for ladies. <laughs> okay. Right, well. Should we introduce ourselves? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, LL Cool D. <laughs> Ladies loathe cool Daniel. I'm Sam. I'm Alex. I am. Perfect. Um, and we already mentioned this is it's a little bit funny, um, and uh, we we forgot to mention it I think until right at the end of the last episode. But we should do it at the top that we have a website and we're on Spotify and iTunes and we would love it if everyone went and I don't know subscribed downloaded. All mm. of that stuff. That's true. We usually is that, <laughs> we is, leave it late. Into we the leave episode. it late until people have decided yeah. that they're not going to do it. Yeah. But if we catch them early, maybe we'll say you, you can't listen to the rest until no, until you've downloaded. Well, until you listen to the episode. No <laughs> paradox. Until you've emailed in a song suggestion. Actually, we do have a few already. But if you want to email in a song suggestion, yeah. it's a little bit funny show at gmail.com. Yeah. And we're going to have guests in season two. So if you want to be a guest. Yeah, throw your hat in the ring and uh, we'll consider it. <laughs> we're doing interviews now, are we? <laughs> well, we're going to need some sort of evidence that you can, you know, speak into a mic and that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the levels will show that you don't really know how to do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. What is a mic? <laughs> <laughs> you just feel like staring at the table, assuming that's where the mic is. Um, I'm a, I am actually in a bit of a sort of manic high at the moment which mm. is partially a result of the football tournament we played last night. All three. All three of yeah. us played. We should explain. So we'll set the scene. 
the three of us all play in a football, in a five-a-side uh, league. Well, it's sort so, of pool so of players, yeah. yeah. And uh, last night was the end-of-season tournament, uh, and it was four teams of four players, and the three of us, I think deliberately, but possibly by chance, were all on different teams, which meant that none of us could really have, like, none of us could have, like, we couldn't all win. So, realistically, we weren't all going to be happy at the end of the but night. There were good odds that one of us would be happy. Yeah. yeah. There the, strong odds that there'd be a yeah. happy voice the in the group. The best possibility for the pod was that the one team without any of us won. That, then we'd have all been unified in losing. Yeah, we'd have oh, all okay. been like, oh, we're equally, we're equally sad that we didn't win. Yeah. Um, in the end, though, it couldn't have gone more um, polarised between one of us in the ecstasy of football and one of us in sheer agony of injury yeah yeah so so we, i mean we so let's get it i just want to get this out of the way quickly yeah uh i won with the last kick of the game a dramatic winner in the final in the final <laughs> of the game yeah um but now we can go back rewind to the start of the tournament i just in case people stop listening i just wanted to make sure well, the tournament as a takeaway don't mean to put that in right at the very top before the, <laughs> right before the, the intro. Top. Yeah. Before so, the intro, and then we'll. Go I wonder it. how many people leave, will even <laughs> you, care about this, but <laughs> for the one person that might, it's like our mums. They're like, oh, how did you do? Uh, well, well, mum. This part is how my mum learned that I didn't have a job for six months. Hi, so. <laughs> <laughs> mum. So basically, the first few games were all. Um, I think we all won a game, all lost a game uh, to start with, so it was all quite even. I will say the only game my team won was when we faced Daniel's team, who were missing one of their four players. Yeah, we were missing our first game, we were were, missing a player. They were heavily understaffed. But Alex actually played incredibly well, considering the... Do you want to explain the circumstances of your arrival? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, It was... It's always risky having a very sort of cutthroat, competitive element thrust upon you in this most jolly of seasons. (laughs) Yeah where there are more drink occasions than you can fit in your post-work calendar. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, I managed to fit it in during the working day yep. with uh, work drinks. Um, so I think, what was it? It was four aside. I managed to drink more pints than there were people <laughs> in every team. So I was, yeah. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was shining with a five-pint glow when I arrived. But I can't but was... believe that. A five-pint glow... I would have been unconscious after five pints, yeah. I think. But I think what was so funny... to carry me onto the... the pitch on a stretcher. What's funny is that before the tournament started and we knew that Mosey had had five pints going into it, everyone thinks that's hilarious. Oh, what, what a lad, it's going to be hilarious. And then obviously as soon as it starts and he's like not performing at his best, no offence. And probably feels he's, sick. He's just like, why did I... Yeah, exactly. That was exactly what I felt for it. Yeah. I did think, I did think it anymore. might give me a sort of like... It was one of those where I was trying to put the most positive spin on it while drinking those yeah. pints, yeah. thinking it might calm me down because mm. you know I did want to perform well and there are some yeah. instances where your obsession with performing well can actually hinder your performance 100% yeah so obviously there is a middle ground yes well <laughs> too I far also... the other way and I but I did think it might give me a kind of uh some sort of unpredictable qualities but also a calmness in my play mm. <laughs> Which uh, did not happen. Didn't happen. I guess it was Zen, but in a much zen, more like, passive way. Drunk as in master state. The yeah. ball just sort of rushed past me. You're yeah. right. It's not. It's not amusing in the sense that you, a drunk person playing football, doesn't wander around in comical manner like sort of Jackie Chan, like 
bumping into stuff and accidentally scoring a goal yeah, in a yeah. buffoon style. It like bounces off his ass and then like hits three people. He just like, it. can't quite keep up. Yeah, yeah he's just slower. Just a bit sad. Yeah, he's just slower than he normally is. Because Moses is usually a brilliant player. It was a little bit The thing is, I didn't get the balance right either because I also had work drinks during the day but I was so like obsessed with playing well in the tournament later in the night that I was boring at the drinks because I was like, I can't have any drinks because I'm playing a football tournament later. So I just sort of abstained and then didn't perform well anyway. So I lost Worse out. Worse of both worlds. Yeah, I did have yeah. a couple of drinks actually, but not. it wasn't enough to blame my poor performance on. Anyway... But your performances were cut. Performances well, were tra- short. Tragically tra- short. Tragically cut short because in the third game... We'd all won one, all lost one. We were sort of even Stevens. And then in the third game, it was my team against Daniel's team. And then it sort of, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a few minutes in. We were yeah, up. You were up a few goals, so but it was still all to play for. And then there was like a... 50-50 challenge. 50-50 challenge. And it was like beautifully balanced where we both went rushing towards it at the same time. To paint the picture, because you were both there. Obviously, this is... I'm, I'm, this kind is of trying, the, I'm the... I'm the Magistrate. Yeah. yeah. This is in the pouring I'm rain. In the magistrate's court. Pouring so rain, slippy the QC. The ball yeah. is bounced. Is it genuinely 50 well, 50 when you both go in? Do you gen- it's rolling towards me. Okay. Rolling towards me, I'm defending, Dan's attacking. And I went for a stand your ground sort of tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Foot where on I, the floor. Foot on the floor, just gonna, I'm just going to win the ball yeah. without like forward motion. And I'm I just, went studs up head and high. He went, <laughs> He went Karate sliding kick. in from about 50 metres, but at full speed, slid in, and therefore, because of the slide... Wait, was it a slide? A half yeah, slide. It was half a full slide. slide. Got to the ball before me, which made my stance irrelevant, but then he won the ball and followed through with, I think, with your knee, knee yeah. with the front of your knee, into the side of my knee. Knee to knee, actually. And... Uh, I'd love to see the replay, but I just went flying. Well, what's great is that... I I, think I screamed as well. You you did, (laughs) because we scored, and then I was like... (laughs) (laughs) So it was an assisting foul from Dan. They probably thought your scream of agony was pain at conceding that goal. God, he's taking this seriously. (laughs) Yeah, but I was like, guys, stop the game, stop the game. And what's great, these facilities, they have a button that you can press. We're only three ahead instead of four. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We have a button that you can press... Which, the whole game's being recorded, but if you press a button, it captures the last 30 seconds so you can watch them on video later. It's so criminal I, that this wasn't perfect. I was quite keen for it to get be recorded so that you could see it was a fair challenge. But it would have looked yeah. really callous if I ran away from you at that point while you were writhing on the floor yeah. to go and press the record button. Yeah, but I'm sad that we didn't record it because it would be great to watch it back now. It would now. be great. I'm still Content. in quite a lot of pain, yeah. but, but you're walking. Wearing a, ne- a I'm knee wearing brace. a knee brace. I'm walking. I'm doing okay. But it's all. In, I'd have done the same thing if I was as bad a tackler as you are. But it was but so like... demoral. <laughs> Don't need to tackle when you're scoring tournament-winning goals. But so, the, but that's the thing. That's the agony and the ecstasy because that tackle was. Uh, I was in absolute agony, and I couldn't carry on the rest of the game. I was. I had to limp off, and then we lost that game. I couldn't play in the next game, or I couldn't play in the rest of the tournament. So that was it. My night was over. Uh, our team ended up uh, being knocked out of the like top two for that. So we didn't win it. Dan's team then went to the final, uh, the final. and then the final. And in a very close game, Dan won it in the final thirty seconds yeah. with a goal. And it was just me and Mosey watching from the <laughs> side, a bit like sort of like sliding doors. What could have been? 
if we hadn't had five pints or like broken our knee. <laughs> yeah. Sad times. One member of the podcast was more. I mean, I took the day off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like genuinely, I actually did take the day off, which oh. was stupid because I took the day off because I was watching after the football. I was going to watch Star Wars at midnight. Yeah. At the midnight screen. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. What I didn't obviously this thing to do is take the next day off. Yeah. But instead, I went to work the day having had three hours sleep. I'd like to know. We'll get to that later after a song. But I, I would like to know why you thought, why you needed to take a day off before seeing a film. Yeah. Bec- oh, why before the film? Yeah, but we'll we'll, we'll get, get to that. To that. Yeah. Okay. Should we head to our first song? But yeah. I, um, I would like to hear from people if um, if they think that maybe Dan should have been I don't know ejected from the tournament, sent off for a fair, a fair tackle. Sent off. But it was it was out of control. You were out of control, mate. Sorry, if, it I, sounds I mean, reckless. It's not my fault if your knee is so flimsy. You can't play a contact sport. <laughs> Do swimming, mate. Non resistant. You still somehow broke shatter my knee in a swimming. <laughs> <laughs> we're in different lanes. Well, I can't swim very well. So well, let's, I, go, so let's go to the pool. Um, yeah, I'd like to hear from people what they think of that. If uh, I'd like to hear some sympathy, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't me. like to hear from people, and I'll delete those You know what? If you Fine. You can congratulate Dan. You can be sympathetic towards me. You can think Mosey's a hero for turning up in his state. But, this is, but this is how a, a football can divide a pod. Because you and Mosey were at each other's throats after the first game as well. The game that me and Mosey played against each other, we were like... There were rough challenges throughout the game. Cha- like we both yeah. were standing on each other. We yeah. weren't There's quick enough to get to over the, ball. the ball. We were both standing <laughs> on each other's feet. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you doing, mate? And it's like... Oh, but you obviously it? remember the ones you're on the worst end of. Yeah, and the other ones you don't remember sort of, the one. I remember <laughs> them obviously, yeah. but I don't mind about them. Yeah, <laughs> those yeah, ones yeah. are fine by me. That those ones are water under the bridge, Sam. Yeah, the yeah. ones where you, <laughs> the ones where you found me. Yeah. not so much. Well, yeah. it took a while. It takes could longer. It, it could have been the end of the pod. But we're all here now. Literally yeah. twenty four hours later, and it's all fine. Mm. Somewhat alive. <laughs> yeah. We never speak to each other again after this. <laughs> We're contractually obliged to do this last one by the Squarespace sponsor. Squarespace bought 11 episodes. Yeah. That's what they'll get. Yeah, 10 and a Christmas special. And speaking of Christmas. So in terms of Christmas songs, which is the point of this episode, um, we know that in the, well, recently a lot of Christmas songs that are mainstream and popular have already been parodied or criticised uh, and a lot of them are quite flawed, but so we'll try and steer away from those, yeah. and we'll just we'll have a, we'll take a look at some of the more okay ones, and hot takes only. Yeah, <laughs> that's sort of a, a given, a rule generally. <laughs> hot takes only. Uh, that is so, our ethos. Yeah. So what's the first one, Dan? The first song is "I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day." was I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day by Wizard. What do we think of that one? <laughs> well, it's a bit of a UK traditional Christmas an- anthem. Yeah. I know it so well, I could probably... I've never sought that song out, and yet I could probably recite it to you 
every word. Yeah, but I've never. I bet you never thought about the lyrics as much as you have today. And they're absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't know how they got away with it. Shall we start with? The they very... do seem to have like avoided and escaped the scrutiny that others yeah have received. It's yeah, weird, that's isn't true. It? So we start with the very first line, which is, "When the snowman brings the snow." Okay, so what? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> stop it there. <laughs> the famous. It's a little bit funny. Yeah, You have to get past the first line, boys. No, you know when it's. Did you ever get that thing where, like, you know, when you're sort of like, I think this is like if you're doing like a presentation or something at school, mm. you think you know where the hard bit, mm. where the bit that's going to be harder or trickier to sell in, you think is like halfway through your presentation yeah. and then sentence one and the teacher goes sorry <laughs> what I'm was gonna, that I'm gonna stop you there. Uh, yeah. all the all the artists who go through this process so many of them must think oh they'll no. be talking about the chorus some way down the line honestly, and we stop honestly, line one honestly, Katy Perry like oh plastic bag a presentation a guy gave at my school once and he was like before I start I want to say that this is going to be an S-P-A-T Stupid, pointless, annoying talk. And it said, like, spat on the board. And then as he started to speak, the teacher went, Christopher, do you think that's appropriate? And he just, the blood just drained from his face oh, and he okay. went, no. <laughs> and wiped it off the board. You have to commit. Why? You Defeated. have to commit. I can't believe that. Why did he bother with that? Yeah. De- defeated instantly. That is rubbish. But so anyway. when the snowman brings the snow... I don't understand. A lot of these artists... I think they're trying to smuggle the stupidest line into the first line so that you yeah. give it a chance and they can get away with it, but we're not going to let them get away with well, it. Well, absolutely not. I see what you mean. It's like a, a harsh challenge. It's like if Dan had committed that foul on you in, in the minute first, one. Minute one of the first The referee, game. who didn't know. actually exist, wouldn't. Yeah. You're in the tunnel and they're like, make, wouldn't dare so, give a yeah, red. make yeah. them know that you, let them know that you're there, basically. Yeah. Right, when the snowman brings the snow. Right. That, so the snowman doesn't bring the snow. No. The snowman's made of snow. The snow brings the snowman. Yeah, if, if anything. It is just does he think it. it's Does he think it's someone that sells snow, like when the milkman brings the milk? <laughs> like, He's selling it house by house, just <laughs> bottles of snow. Have you got 50p for the snowman? No. Selling snow to the Eskimos. <laughs> it's such a weird roundabout way of thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> But let's get past the snowman. When the snowman brings the snow, already stupid. Um, I wonder how many times they try to rhyme things with snowman. Yeah. For line two. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? <laughs> let's just flip that it. Well he, well, he just might like to know, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, we that fixed was it. it. It was originally when yeah. the snow makes a snowman. Where you just might like to know, man. Yeah. Already better. And then it goes, he's put a great big smile on somebody's face. Who was that somebody? <laughs> yeah, I don't like know. on one particular one person. kid. Yeah. Keen customer. Then the, and then it gets really sinister. It goes, if you jump into your bed, quickly cover up your head. <laughs> okay, why? Why? Why do you need to almost suffocate yourself under the duvet? <laughs> yeah, and then my favourite this is my favourite line in the first verse. Don't you lock the doors? You know that sweet Santa Claus is on the way. Okay, so <laughs> what kind of messages? Santa Claus comes down the chimney. Famously, yeah. What yeah, kind yeah. of messages? They even Santa know this gets? because they say they're going to sign their name on the roof. Oh yeah, they say that. So yeah, they do yeah. know the traditional point of entry for Santa Claus. Yes. Yeah. So why is he giving this message to kids? Being they're going to be like, oh, mummy, is Santa Claus coming? The doors are locked. It's like, <laughs> do you think they're planning like the biggest heist? <laughs> 
<laughs> they're trying to get kids yeah. to leave the front door. So obviously open. The, the parents go to bed, lock the door, and then this song comes on, and all the kids get up and unlock the front doors. Yeah. Do you think? And a then massive... Wizard go on an absolute like a heist spree, just going around stealing all the presents. <laughs> Dressed like absolute lunatics. <laughs> the snowman is like a, it's like some sort of criminal underworld code name mm. for the snow. Isn't that what people call cocaine? Sometimes. Well, there we go. Yeah. This is so the when thing. when yeah. he has put when the snowman brings the coke, he's put a great big smile on someone's <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah. If you jump into your bed, quickly cover up your head because you've got you've got you've got like powder on your nose, so you don't want to be shown. I think in breath. the video, the guy with the long hair and the beard is like covered in white powder. Right. On his face. So he's just gone and he's been doing coke. There's no wonder this is a British favourite. <laughs> it's absolutely off its face. <laughs> from from minute one. <laughs> we haven't even got to the chorus. Well, which is the, the, title, the most well-known bit. The title of the song, yeah. It, well, I wish it could be Christmas every day. When the kids start singing and the band begins to play. Oh, I wish it could be Christmas every day. Let the bells ring out for Christmas. Right, so he's dis- he's described some sort of dystopian hellscape. Yeah. The idea of it being Christmas every, every day. day. That is horrendous. Everyone just horrific. buys into it. It would be it would be awful. There would be no What he wants to highs do of Christmas. He wants to live in that remember the nightmare before Christmas when Jack yeah. Skellington goes to Christmas land mm. where it is Christmas every day. Because he comes from the Halloween town where it's Halloween every day. That's yeah. where he wants to live. He, he's like Jack Skellington popping up and being like, What's this? What's this? There's white things in the air. Cocaine. <laughs> it would just be the work can you imagine having to buy present every every morning you before you go to work I haven't bought got... anything but like that before you... <laughs> I haven't bought anything you didn't I can't believe it this is our 457th Christmas again. Even... and you didn't get me anything I'm skint mate I haven't been to work in two years. Exactly. That's like, even within your own well building, Dan, you immediately said, before go to work. You which immediately, no, that's the main point, is the economy would crumble. Oh, there would be no work. What are you work. doing these days, Sam? Oh, I've got Christmas off. So I guess I'm unemployed forever. Because no one told me to come in. And these lunatics, Christmas every day, No. It's just not what we need. It's this post-apocalyptic collapse of society. <laughs> Mass slaughter of turkeys just year round. I'm picturing the road where yeah. like these ashes, which are actually snow, just these like <laughs> tribes of people. Societies we know yeah, would just would having just to deal with collapse. the death of society and the yeah. It would be the most sort of poignant way for capitalism to explode and yeah, end in absolutely. a way. It's a consumerist utopia um, that is the death of culture and society and probably everybody else because you'd some people would starve and some people would gorge themselves well that's the thing you wouldn't be able to keep that up even as a diet every day (laughs) overeating until you have a nap at 3 p.m every day (laughs) what's so funny is it's obviously a horrendous uh possibility that that would happen and this guy's like i wish (laughs) he's like wishing it upon the world it's evil. Yeah, like if he ever got hold of like a lamp, like an Aladdin and a genie. The genie's like, don't make me do that. <laughs> yeah, even Jafar's like, that's a bit much, mate. <laughs> that's a bit much, Iago. Wizard. God, when the kids start singing and the band begins to play, like the band on that the That would get really annoying yeah, really quickly. So annoying. Imagine if every single day kids start singing. 
and a band starts so playing everyone, wherever you are. Everyone's birthday would be on Christmas as well. So no one would be able to celebrate their birthdays. They'd be like, "Oh, you give me one, yeah, one present, present for both. yeah, yeah." <laughs> oh, thanks. You'd forget when New Year was as well. <laughs> the you Queen, <laughs> the Queen giving a Queen speech every day. Every day. <laughs> oh, what did this last yesterday, last Christmas? Yeah, last Christmas, that song wouldn't make much sense anymore, last would it? Last Christmas. I do like the Queen's speech does have... I, I'm, do you guys watch it? No. As a family at all? No, I've got it on catch-up. I've got it from last year. <laughs> You've got four years worth to watch. It's taking up space on your skybox. Can we clear some of these Queen's speeches? No, I haven't seen it yet. You're one of those people who just wants to binge it. You're waiting for a decade's worth, and then you're going to binge it in one go. I'm waiting for it to die so I can watch the whole season. <laughs> you know when it's done. You know yeah. how much you've got to account I, I for time. I think that is the crown. Like people are like using the crown. The production value is not as high as I thought it was. I'm like, wow, she looks just like Queen Elizabeth I. But I do like the it. First, big... second, fucking. <laughs> You're a Queen Elizabeth denier. I'm still back at Queen Elizabeth speeches. Queen Elizabeth first. <laughs> <laughs> the weird prequel season. <laughs> Just like reading the transcripts in like the British Library. I'm just binging the Elizabethan Queen speeches this weekend. But I do like it because this may be naive of me, but I choose, I actively choose to believe that she writes her speech herself. Yeah. And I, what, and, and I do think they are quite sort of, if you do watch them, so I won't, no spoilers, Dan, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah. they are quite sort of tightly written, sort of 10 minute, 10 to 15 minutes sort of, um, recaps essentially over the year but there's also there's always a running theme which is you know be it uh the need for unity say in a post-brexit britain and stuff yeah. they're always so well thought through but it'd be great if she had to apply that sort of <laughs> rigor. thinking and rigor to 24 hours worth or something just fine <laughs> it's been a day of yeah how do you sum up the day <laughs> she was feeling a bit poorly so, uh, yeah <laughs> It's so hard. It would end her. It would end Lizzie. <laughs> it would be so funny that she's put through this sort of. Would it be Groundhog Day? Which essentially from, yeah. from the film is is a horoscope. It's yeah, but it, the thing is, in the film, he's the only one repeating the day. But we would be all repeating it as a society. That'd be even worse because you would, I don't know, it would just lead to utter chaos. In this... He at least is contained. Yeah. In in, his own... in this hellscape, Christmas yeah. hellscape. Do you picture it as something that's almost enforced upon the world somehow? Or is it something we've all kind of bought into and then regret? Yeah, no, it's the buying into. So somebody, so Wizard goes, I wish it could be Christmas every day. And then somebody in charge just goes. Ah, so it is enforced. Yes, no, somebody goes, oh, I'm going to, yeah, let's do it. And then everyone goes, woo. And then (laughs) five days in. Oh, but that's interesting. Because are you into, I think we interpreted it as. It's as if, yeah, as if, like, the monarch or someone has instituted Christmas every day. Yeah. And now we all celebrate it. But you've brought up Groundhog Day, which is interesting. That's how we could control, all be, isn't it? That we, could... yeah, well, we could all be trapped in a repeating loop. So it's essentially... Oh, it's the same it, Christmas It, it resets oh. at the end of every day. I didn't... I, didn't I was not there. That. My mind if he says If he says Christmas, it could be that we could all murder each other over, thanks, over Christmas dinner. Mm. And then in the morning we'll wake up again with that family. That no, is a hellish scenario. That is hellish, but I, I didn't think... I thought of it nice more Christmases like... Nice Christmases, You get up the next David day. household. You get up the next day and it's like, 
it's February 14th, 15th, 16th. Right, okay. That's yeah, and it's I, still Christmas. That's how I, I saw it I more as, you know in The Simpsons where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land mm, and there's yeah. that bar for parents where it's New Year's constantly <laughs> yeah, okay, and they yeah. re-drop the balloons yeah. up yeah. every five minutes. I saw it as that. I see it as... <laughs> Every day of the year, it's all the staples of Christmas. It's like a TGI Fridays. Exactly. <laughs> Which is, like, it's, somebody just went, oh, I wish it could be Friday every day. And then they made a fucking restaurant chain about it. <laughs> TGI Fridays. Which is, so gets old so name, soon. Ring up for a reservation. Can I get a, <laughs> can I get a seat? It's, uh, what day you do it for? Uh, Thursday? Uh, we only uh, take bookings for Fridays. What? No, oh, here it's Friday every day. Friday well, minus you, one. Like I'm in on Monday. No, no, you can only come in Friday. The Do fourth Friday, Friday of yeah. the week. Do you want Friday 14th, 15th, 16th, or 17th this week? We are closed Fridays and Fridays. <laughs> yeah, we will be closed uh, early on Friday. You want to just make sure you get a note of that. You just arrive and they're like double booked. They're like, oh, you were meant to come on Friday. Thank God it's right. Just the Metro D, which I know is not a position that's probably held at TGIF. I picture a Metro D Metro with D. a weird sort of a sort of personalised moleskin kind of <laughs> book agenda, but it's just all Fridays, and it is an it's absolute nightmare. One. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. TGI Friday. Christmas cards would be a nightmare, wouldn't they? You'd be having to write them a new yeah. stuff. But there'd be no time. Like, well, yeah, Clinton would have made a fortune. The Hillary and Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Just that. Is that the name of the card place? No. <laughs> presidential. Poor US presidential. The place that sells cards. Yeah, was... they... yeah, Clinton's. It is Clinton's. Is it? Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah, you're both looking at me. <laughs> well, because we didn't know who Hillary Clinton yeah, was. No, that was. We thought, we thought <laughs> you thought we were naming the founders of the Clinton cards. <laughs> he also happened to be named after... <laughs> Was it one of the latest presidents and president candidates? I did not have, have sexual relations with, with that, that card. card. With that card, <laughs> indeed, I did have a relationship that was not appropriate. <laughs> That's the message inside the card. There's a card for every occasion at Clinton's. Well, our new sponsor. <laughs> so we pretended we didn't know who they were. <laughs> oh. oh, so yeah, that. Horrible scenario <laughs> where we have to relive Christmas. Yeah, I can. And you can see. never get to the best day, which is Boxing Day. Boxing Day is the best day. Oh, right. that's your leftovers. Sure there's no that. pressure anymore. You're just lounging about. There's usually a good film on, which I find so I funny. I mean, we have Netflix, so there's a good film on <laughs> but whenever you. Isn't want. that so weird? Like, you'll be if you something comes on TV at Christmas, like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> you watch it. You'll be yeah. like, oh shit, I've got to watch this with commercial breaks. <laughs> Even though you could have watched it at any time in your life, just looking it up on the internet. With no breaks at any time you choose, yeah. You, my mum will come in and be like, oh, we're just popping out. I'll be like, oh, for fuck's sake, you just got to the troll. She'll be like, watch it later. I can't. Watch it on the internet. I wish it could be Christmas every day. No, Dan wishes it was Boxing Day yeah. every day. I wish it could be Boxing, boxing. Day every day. <laughs> what people should actually wish for is... Like the day before Christmas Eve, maybe every day, or Christmas Eve. Christmas every Eve day. every day, I'd the buy day two more because that's the most exciting Christmas bit. It's the anticipation. It's the anticipation. Oh, that would be hell though, because it would be anticipation <laughs> without a release. 
Yes, I know, yeah. but the actual yeah. getting too much of what you want is yeah. the real hell. Yeah. But imagine, yeah. I wish it could be Christmas Eve every day. Kids always going to bed and never being able to wake up. And the kid, parents tucking them in every night being like, is that Tomorrow. Santa? And then you wake okay, up. It's a different hell scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, are both. Santa, they wake up in the yeah. morning. Santa's coming tonight. I thought he was coming last we've, night. We've written two Black Mirror special yeah. episodes. Yeah. That would be a great Black Mirror episode. Yeah. So good. And this song would be ideal background yeah. It really music. would. So, are we voting? Is that? I think we have a Christmas themed vote. So we give it yeah. a Christmas thumbs up or a Christmas <laughs> thumbs down, and that's how much we've Christmasified this voting system. Yeah. A Chris wrapping paper, scissors to cut the wrapping paper. No, because it's only one. There's no. only one. What are you doing? You, you're taking or... the uh, champion. No, here of champions it is. It's Christmas rock. Thumbs up to the mistletoe. Above. Yep. And then thumbs down into the Christmas and down into the Christmas pudding. Like you put your thumb in it. Do you? Huh? <laughs> I'm saying we do. We like thumb it if it's bad. We thumb do it. You? I'm saying we do that now. <laughs> okay. Fine. Oh, right. Here we go. Um, okay. So th- what the question is? Um, is that a good idea to have Christmas yeah. every day? Um, thumbs up or thumbs down on the count of three. One, three, two, two, three. Three, <laughs> down. three thumbs three down. Three Christmas into thumbs the down. The wizard falls into the pit with yeah. the bow rod. Flying fools. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I am Christmas the White. <laughs> So we teased um, forward to it earlier, but Dan took the day off yesterday yeah. in preparation to st- see the new Star Wars film last Air-type night. Airtight logic. At midnight. Yeah. Right. And Why then, was that? And then it didn't take today off. Yeah. And went to work. After having, getting home at After getting time? home at 4.30am, getting yeah. up at 730 to go to work. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't find... After leaving Cineworld... Uh, yeah, Cineworld in Leicester Square, obviously everyone was trying to get Ubers and buses, which I didn't anticipate. <laughs> So, you thought they all lived there? Well, all locals. I thought I could catch like a speeder home or something. Mm. So, yeah, I had to flag down a taxi in the rain and then pay an exorbitant fee to get An out. actual black cab. Yeah, black a cab. A London black cab. Who didn't it? have the knowledge either. I was like... Really? I, I was like, at Hampstead Station, he's like, yeah, yeah, West Hampstead. I was like, no, not West Hampstead, Hampstead. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, West Hampstead. As if he's... I, because I've said part of the tube station. Yeah. It's like I've been like, can I go to the circus? He's like, Oxford Circus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I went to see take, Star Wars. And, yeah. Why did you take the day off? I took the day off because I need to do various pre-Star Wars rituals to get myself in the mental space. Well, I mean, I ended up playing football with you guys anyway, so it sort of ruined that. Yeah. But I sorry. need. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry that you battering my leg and won a tournament. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, ruined it for and you. got given a, um, an award for being the player that turned up the most times. But look, that's not important. Um, the thing is, I needed to. It Watch really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to do some meditation and to watch... For... Look, this is incredibly dorky stuff to be putting... Yeah, thank... I want you to admit that to him. Thank everybody. God that I have out. a girlfriend because yeah. she's not... Who doesn't me. listen to the yeah. pod. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to let her listen to this part. We'll skip through it. But... Because, and the film? Was it... Yeah, I don't, give it, I don't want to give any spoilers away. No, because we've not seen it anyway. You so. guys haven't seen it. Um, but... It was fun. It was good that um, Jabba the Hutt finally got his uh, his big dance number <laughs> that we all wanted to see. If that is in it, I'm going to be so furious. With you. <laughs> that's that's 90 minutes of it. 
<laughs> so who knew he's such a beautiful voice it's like a remake of the very recent joker film but for jabba the hut oh it's like it's a remake of dirty dancing <laughs> but no one puts jabba in the corner <laughs> oh that was haunting <laughs> no it was great i enjoyed it a lot um, but some people probably won't because the fandom is now so divided and toxic. Instead of focusing on the fan. film the for fear of spoilers and stuff, yeah, in terms of, was this the first night you could buy tickets in England? Yeah, and so it was, I. that's why I like going, because it's me and... <laughs> Just you. You <laughs> buy out the cinema. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't find Ubers. <laughs> it's me and like, you know, hundreds of other people who were all dressed up with like in Jedi outfits and stormtroopers and stuff. And it's sort of, um, I'm like I think a, of a worse costume than stormtrooper to go to the cinema. <laughs> it is so see. inconvenient. You can't see it. Just can't locked in position. Popcorn just, popcorn spilling, just sort of... <laughs> spilling down their little pla- armor plates <laughs> yeah, and stuff. And crunching when they move. <laughs> but uh, yeah, very enjoyable. I think you should, any, everyone should do a midnight screening of something that they care, a film that they care about because it's just a different type of... It's a very heightened experience. You cry. It lends itself to some films better than others. Yeah. Seeing an art house <laughs> film, The Lighthouse. <laughs> yeah. well, that would be quite scary. That would be quite scary, but yeah. not, I don't think you'd get the same sort of sense of excitement. Yeah, I wouldn't go to a midnight showing of, like, Daddy's Home 2 or something. A midnight showing of Big Mama's House. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, you've now tipped over into what could be fun in another way. I yeah. mean, yeah. yeah, maybe. That would actually be yeah. fun. A um, midnight showing of did you like, Shanghai a... Noon because it's on Chinese time the showing <laughs> we, we only show it at Shanghai Noon um, did I find it you find yourself out of place not dressed up why do you think I wasn't dressed up we saw you minutes seen... before you got there yeah, yeah but dressed I up as a, as, as a footballer <laughs> yeah oh spoilers for this film <laughs> Kylo Ren in a Portsmouth like, kit. Space Jam, <laughs> but with football. Scotland kit. Scotland kit. But yeah, so Star Wars, very enjoyable. But um, I don't recommend staying up and not taking the following day off. That was yeah, stupid of me. That was kind of stupid. But good for you. Right. Um, Christmas song number two? Well, I thought for the final section of the Christmas special... Well, one we thought. It's not a dictatorship, so... I thought it, and then I said it to you guys, and you went, yeah, fine, do whatever you want. <laughs> you are both it. out the door. That's I'm g- There's no checks and balances on this podcast. We no, should impeach Sam. <laughs> Topical. you never hear me again. <laughs> I'm impeached from the podcast. Just rail against it. So, I, I, nearly, see- I nearly called you out for dating our podcast by saying topical about impeachment, but this is a Christmas <laughs> it's episode. It's a Christmas yeah. episode. This is yeah. as, top- as topical this as it is, gets. Yeah, this is, yeah. So, as time-stamped as you can get. We thought it would be a good idea to, just for a very quick-fire uh, version, is we each just talk about one line in a Christmas song that we think is funny. Um, and then we'll just do three like that, and then that'll be it. Then we'll be off for Christmas. Yeah. Fine. Uh, Dan, would you like to go first? Yeah, so my song is Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily in the new old fashioned way. 
so that was Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. So in classic, it's a little bit funny fashion, we're going to stop at the very first line, which is Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Yeah. So to me... Convenient. She goes straight into it. To me, this song... We did read the whole song. Yeah. To me, this song is about a mosh pit around a Christmas tree. Yeah. Sort of a rainy Leeds festival. Yeah. Everyone just kind of... A hole emerges in the crowd. There's just one solitary there's, Christmas there's tree. There's one Christmas tree that's come to mosh. Like, it's a sentient Christmas tree that's come along. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, this song was originally written in 1958, where rocking meant like this... You just heard the song. It's like sort of a, a gentle swing. Yeah. Right? Which is great, but by our standards now, we still play it, but rocking implies like, yeah, like Guns N' Roses or something. Yeah, it could be something, it could even be some sort of like thrash metal <laughs> thrash or something. Thrash metal around the Christmas tree. <laughs> Which is just a it'd be, it'd be so funny because it would get in the way so badly at like a rock concert. I can't think of a better tree, of a tre- I can't think of a tree better suited. To hold its own in a mosh pit, though. That a Christmas? Oh yeah, because it's it, it would lose a lot of needles, yeah. but it would hurt you. You wouldn't want to go close yeah. to it because you're not going to get under the shelf like a palm tree. Would uh, wouldn't be able to hold its own. No, it would have weaknesses. It's so weak, so yeah. flimsy. Whereas they are bottom heavy. A Christmas like, you tree. You are not toppling it over. It either. would also it would also be terrible at crowd surfing. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. people passing the Christmas tree along. But the point, no, the point is it has to stay where it is and everyone has to like rock around it, dance around it. But the whole song is about dancing around a Christmas tree, which I didn't think was a tradition. It's well, a most thing. people have the Christmas tree in the corner of their room. Cheaper to decorate. Yeah. Who puts it in a place where you can actually do a circuit around it? Yeah. Like you're, we're looking at a Christmas tree right now. If we tried rocking we're at around Sam's that. Flat yeah, we're at Sam's And we're he's got a, a lovely. Finchley Studios. Lovely tree. Thanks, guys. We would knock over several artifacts of Hannah's if we attempted to rock around that. Yeah. She wouldn't be very happy. She'd flip out. Um, Is yours decorated only in the sort of two-thirds of the tree we can see? Yeah. Or is it equally distributed around? It's the most efficient way to decorate it. So the bit that you can't see that's at the back is bare. We actually stripped it. Uh, There's not even any... Oh, he's going to check. Oh, wow. There's no, there's nothing there. I think you burned the back it's, of it. Yeah, it's scorched, <laughs> singed. What, um, else, what I also like about this song is he goes, she goes, everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way. What is the new old-fashioned way? Do you uh, know what I mean? Like that's a really weird phrase. Like, is it is it some sort of like? Uh, it, it sounds like some sort of weird one of those weird dance fusions that you hear. Like it's like electro swing. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was like quite... it's like tutting mixed with like uh, <laughs> Morris dancing. <laughs> yeah. You could Morris dance around the Christmas tree. That would make sense actually. But um, yeah, but I you couldn't. You couldn't do hip hop Morris she's... dancing around. No, the tree. that's fair. I think she's um, made it timeless by saying in the new old fashioned way. She's basically saying whatever year you play this, and it's been sixty years so, since this was written. Mm. So she's like, whatever year you play this, when if you call it the new old fashioned way then however you're dancing will likely be a take on an old-fashioned dance, but it's new now. Like, people now dance in a way that people also danced in the 50s, but we think it's like a new trend. Like the Lindy Hop or whatever. Yeah. The Fortnite emotes. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> yeah. Dabbing. Emotes. Yeah. They dabbed all dabbing. the time in 1958. You just never see it. <laughs> yeah, so... So like, I think it's timeless. Imagine if you look back at, like, footage from, like, World War Two and, like... 
all the, all the soldiers not, like yeah, all they the shall not like, grow yeah <laughs> Peter Jackson's flossing. passion project recoloured flossing in the flossing down the Champs Elysees <laughs> problem is, is yeah it's because because footage of that era was so was played at such a high speed because of yeah. different frame rates we actually couldn't notice them flossing because they were doing it so good but Peter Jackson's restoration of the footage yeah. means we can actually see <laughs> it wasn't actually blurry footage we had it was just that they were flossing so yeah. damn well constantly flossing <laughs> Good. Um, so yeah, that was um, Rock Around the Christmas Tree. All right. Mine is Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. It's so delightful Since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow It doesn't show signs of stopping And I brought some corn for popping Lights are turned down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we that was Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Um, I think by Frank Sinatra. That's the version that I'm looking at anyway. Yeah. Um, contrary to normal, mm-hmm. uh, I've actually gone beyond the first line of this one. Because it's, it's, it's nice. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. All the rest of it. But then he's, I just love the rhymes that he's come up with. Um, in this that no one's ever done before or since mm-hmm. so he's like it doesn't sh- about the snow it doesn't show signs of stopping and i brought some corn for popping <laughs> which is so great because he's brought popcorn for some reason mm. doesn't he doesn't really explain why in a snowstorm he's brought popcorn to watch the snow it's not particularly christmasy not at well. all but also po- bringing popcorn implies like either it's the bag of popcorn or like it's the kernels to pop but he says i brought some corn for popping so i'm imagining like you know like a corn like on the cob or sweet corn and he's like wondering why it's not popping (laughs) (laughs) he's he's just waiting around (laughs) i brought some corn for popping why i just love that rhyme and then um he does another even better rhyme in the second verse where he goes the fire is slowly dying and my dear we're still goodbying (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Such a long drawn out process of saying goodbye. Has anyone ever, have you ever heard of anyone goodbying before? As a verb? Yeah. No. That's just so brilliant because it's not necessarily wrong. He's just sort of. You know what he means. I know exactly what he means. And I also think it's like sort of, um, it's creative use of language without being stupid. Yeah. You Which can, is why I think that's brilliant. I think look, really you good. can envisage it straight away. You're trying to get away. Yeah. But you're both. You keep saying goodbye, and then you keep going back to try and pop the corn. Yes. Are you sure it hasn't popped? Go. <laughs> yeah. just, I'll just check once more. I also no. think I hate the verse where he goes, "When we finally kiss goodnight, I hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight all the way home, I'll be warm." Well, what about her <laughs> or him? Where's well, the guy that's singing? Could be his partner. Also, the, well, the, the partner then is left cold and alone. But what's weird is that that implies the first part of that verse implies that he hates going out in the storm, so he'd much rather stay at presumably a romantic interests place. Yeah, yeah. But then his solution is that she also go out. Yeah, he's like and keep him, hold him tight as right. they go somewhere else. Yeah. Why not just stay put? Why not stay with his boyfriend or girlfriend at the place? He doesn't like it. Like, Why no, both want... suffer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When neither of you can. Or unless he's suggesting you hold me so tight that 
I don't know, like I get some sort of blood clot or something. <laughs> but <laughs> but it gives me the false, impr- false impression of warmth <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> that is what he's saying. Because that's originally the rhyme was meant to be, and my dear, we're still die, we're slowly dying. He's like, oh, I change that to the fire. We can be just goodbyeing or whatever. What's your one, Mosey? So my song for this round in our Christmas special is Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. So that was a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney, an yeah. equally profound response to or a response to the equally uh, an equally profound song to John Lennon's uh, "This Is Christmas." It's like a, it's all about peace. It's a bit of an imagine of itself. Yeah. But a Christmas song, um, and then in 1979, Paul McCartney did his. Christmas well, levels song. it or goes even further, really, yeah. with "Wonderful Christmas Time." We're gonna once again stall on the very first section of the song. Please mm. do. Let's do it. There's a bit of scene setting, really, by Paul at the beginning, and I guess given the name of the song and because it repeats simply having a wonderful Christmas time yeah. about 300 times. Yeah. You are led to believe this is a Christmassy song. So you do you do enter the song as a listener, buying into the conceit that this is a Christmas Yeah. to begin yeah. with. So when he says, the moon is right, the spirit's up, and we're here tonight, and that's enough, your brain is kind of like, you know, it's... You the context it's of about it, Christmas. The context of yeah. it means your brain just makes the links to Christmas on yeah. its own. But then, Dan, you said you came across a tweet which kind of rocked the foundations of this song's primary sort of interpretation. Yeah, great. So we always welcome contributions to the It's a Little Bit Funny universe. And this guy, at the Ryan George, he wasn't tweeting at us directly or intending it to be on this podcast, but we thank him for his contribution anyway. Well, he's famous now. He Well, <laughs> exactly. Uh, he, he tweeted this fantastic interpretation of those first lines. He goes, Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time is about friends practising witchcraft, but then someone walks in and they have to suddenly pe- play it cool. <laughs> so if you look at it, it goes, the moon is right, the spirit's up, we're here tonight, and that's enough. And then at that moment, somebody walks in and he suddenly goes... Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. (laughs) And it works so well because that's simply, the chorus just cuts in sort of out of nowhere. It doesn't really make sense in the... It does kind of feel like it interrupts the flow of the verse, doesn't it? The moon is right, the spirits are... For a ritual sacrifice. And that's enough. Simply (laughs) Yeah, just take a breath. It does exactly. feel like their mum has walked in. Yeah. And the well, word simply is just really makes it look like you're trying to justify something. Yeah. Like yeah. Something so sort of. Something about being surreptitious about what you're doing about the yeah. word simply. George Harrison's just let himself in. <laughs> <laughs> simply heaven. Paul, what are you doing with that child's body? <laughs> simply heaven. Oh, it's all right. It's just George. <laughs> And then that's where they go back and set the pies on. 
Because <laughs> George has arrived. That's what happens the second, what the second verse say? The party's on. The feeling's here. That only comes this time of year. George only comes around at Christmas. <laughs> since the Beatles broke up. But then somebody else walks in. Ringo walks in. Simply <laughs> For each of the Beatles. Simply <laughs> And then John walks in. But he's in the nose. So they're like, oh, I just having a ritual sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, that's when it... That's, that's why he's cub. <laughs> I also like... Only comes once a year because that reminds me of little tangent of uh, the worst James Bond joke. You know, at the end of The World Is Not Enough when he's beat, he's shagging Dr. Christmas Jones. Yeah. And at the end, she goes, and don't make any jokes. I've heard them all. He goes, I don't know any doctor jokes. No, but isn't... He's doing a Russian accent at the time. Isn't that the one where his joke... Yeah, at the end. So no, the... No, 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 but his joke in the film is um, when... Or is it a different doctor? I think it's Dr. Christmas Jones where um, <laughs> they're, he's like... I'm here to speak to Dr. Jones. And she's like, I'm Dr. Jones. And he goes, a woman. No, that's Sean Connery. No, it's Roger Moore. Oh, Roger Moore. That's my favourite James Bond joke. It's almost like it wasn't in the script. Roger Moore was just like, (laughs) what? A woman? A woman. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, I tried tried to. I wasn't expecting a female doctor. This is... This is is Pierce. And at the end he goes... When he's sleeping with her, he goes... I thought Christmas only comes once a year. And I, I never understood that as a kid. I, I thought he... I, naively, I thought he meant that, like, she'd come round to his house and Christmas is also in the calendar. So therefore, that's twice. Obviously, he's talking about her coming. And she, I, I like the idea that just cut out of that was her going, well, I haven't come at all so far, so... Yeah, yeah it's very presumptuous of him. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I faked it. He's, Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. He also, sorry, it's a great distraction, by the way. Anything that happens, like if someone, if you ever get caught in a compromising situation, to just blurt out, simply having. What? Christmas. I, but I do think it sounds like he's overcompensating. I think he was having a terrible Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the sort of thing you'd say if you were not having a good time. Yeah. You're trying. It's, it's, it's so that, over the top. It's that forced fun. Yeah. It's like everything's going to shit. All your family members are arguing, and your yeah. mum's like, "We are simply having yeah. a wonderful Christmas time." Yeah. That's the line. No one strays from it. Yeah. That's the party. Like, these line. are tears of joy. <laughs> it's like she sends up party whips. To make sure that you <laughs> maintain the the line. Oh, great stuff. So, I think we've uh, omitted to vote, though. Do, why don't we vote on the best of those three? The best of those three? Yeah, with the yeah, best so that's well. right. So we yeah. do... So, should we bring out the old... Should we Christmasify... Uh, yeah. Christmasify wrapping, rock, paper, wrapping scissors? Wrapping paper. Wrapping paper. Scissors to cut wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah. And the rock to hold the wrapping paper in place. <laughs> The rock is the a present. snow globe. The rock snow is the snow globe. Okay. So snow globe, snow globe wrapping paper, and regular old scissors. Scissors, scissors are Christmas. Scissors. You don't buy new scissors for Christmas. This is just good all year round. Yeah. Christmas scissors, like Santa's scissors. Okay, so rock. So the snow globe is um, your rocking around the Christmas tree. Rock, rocking around the Christmas tree. That worked. Okay. okay. Snow globe. I buy that. Then the wrapping paper is my uh, let it snow. Mm-hmm. 
And then... Well, that would have actually worked for the snow globe as well, to be honest. Right, well, we can't go back. And then the... Scissors are what they're using for the ritualistic sacrifice. Scissors. Yeah, scissors. Yeah. Wonderful scissors Christmas is wonderful time. Christmas time. Christmas time. Okay, so we vote... Are we just going to vote for our own? No, we vote for... That's <laughs> so true, actually. Yeah. For... We can't vote for our own one. Can't vote for your own one. Yeah, fair. One okay, okay so we can vote for one that we think... Yeah. Did the best job of its Christmas. <laughs> did the best job, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Three, two, one... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's a snow globe rock from myself, Alex, and then Sam and Dan have gone for ritualistic sacrifices. As yeah, I assume we think he did the best job of covering up the sacrifice. I mean, I'd have voted for my own one if I yeah. could. Yeah, I think that's the best. That is the best one because it's obviously not about Christmas at all. And he's just thrown in simply having a wonderful mm. Christmas yeah. time. It was a great He was recording insight. it in July <laughs> it was like, as a Christmas yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wax that in the chorus. A great yeah. insight from at the Ryan George. Yeah. So I think that wraps up our Christmas special. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, you can tell everybody you know about the podcast. That would be a huge boon to us, wouldn't it? Yeah. And have a great festive season. <laughs> Whatever you celebrate, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Whatever you do, have a great holiday season. Have a great New yeah. Year. Um, and we'll see you in season two. We'll see you in season two of uh, It's a Little Bit Funny coming out in early 2020. Who is that? <laughs> Hannah, what are you doing here? <laughs>